Alex Simmons. It's Chris Ryan. Are you there? I am here. Can't you? See? I'm right here. I, I'm like, I, I want to make sure. Right it could be. Center. Could be a. Um, what, what was the Nick Fury thing? Um, you, you got me. Which one are we talking about? Oh, the. Uh, uh, oh yeah. See the the uh, the the alien that can. Uh, no, that I was thinking about the um, the uh, robot double that he would use all the time. Oh God, jeez. Yeah, I'll well, have to remember the that. term. You got you got um, life model, life model decoy. Life. It could have been a life model decoy of Alex Simmons. You That's can never true. be too sure these days. That's true. But All right, so are we ready to tell the damn story, Alex? Yes, I am here, ready to listen to you tell part of the damn story, and I'm going to yeah. tell a piece of it because, actually, folks, uh, this episode is going to be really unusual. This is episode 101, by the way. Right? We celebrated That's last year. Right. Last year. <laughs> last year. Phil, Phil, long week. But yeah, uh, last week was 100 episodes. That's now right. we're on to 101, 101, Brave New Territory. Yes. And Tell we're going to... Uh, Bring your pencils. That's right. We're going to use uh, Murder's, uh, what's it, Mystery Inc., excuse uh, me, Deadly Inc. Mystery Conference to get us through episode 101. We have a great treat today. Not one, but two Those. presidents. Dos, yeah. Of the yeah, right. Sisters in Crime writers community. And now, uh Sisters in Crime is a you said a writers community. What, well what, it's a it's an organization actually. I didn't quite get that right. Linda's gonna give me give me one of these. Um it's a national organization. Uh and um and you'll we'll hear a little bit of the uh origin story of Sisters in Crime. But basically they got together at you know, at cons, and they their original quest was to fight for, you know, equal representation and equal pay, and uh, you know if they can write and scare the audience and <laughs> intrigue the audience just like the guys can, yep. those paychecks, those royalties should look the same. That's right. And uh, That's God right. bless them. Um, they worked hard and they've been growing. They're a national organization. But they have chapters in almost every state or something. Well, what we're looking at is Linda Rollins. Uh, what we're going to hear is Linda Rollins, who is the president of the New Jersey chapter. Mm-hmm. And Jane Kelly, who is the president of the Delaware Valley uh, chapter. Oh. So uh, that, was, that was really cool. Covered some distance uh, there. Well, you know what? They were both at Deadly Inc. And they are just, just really wonderful people. And they were kind enough to give us some time. Um, and it's another unique take on the interviews. This year, I tried to have, whenever ch- whenever I had the chance, to have a couple of people in, so we could get more of a conversation. Let, let me and, just quickly let me just quickly do this for people who maybe this is the first time they've heard tell the damn true, story. You know, true. our podcast. You were at Deadly Inc. When and what is Deadly Inc.? Deadly Inc. Mystery Conference is a uh, Middle Jersey. Um, Writers Conference, Mystery Writers Conference, that all are welcome to. Mystery fans, mystery writers, uh, traditionally published, ind- independently published, and uh, they offer uh, tutorial classes, mm-hmm. uh, and then they offer uh, panels on different types of mystery and some fun what-if panels, which was really great. Um, they have, uh, a matter of fact, one of the books behind me, uh, two of the yes, books. Yes, we did notice there were books behind you, yes. yes. Uh, Wendy Corsi Staub, right? There's her blood, blood red. red, and here's her little girl Lost. She's got. She was the guest of honor 
uh, this year. And get, are you ready for this? Alex, she's got 90 books. 90? 90. 90. Books like that size, a lot, a lot of them are like that size. Bestsellers, award winners. Wow. Uh, wow. You know, she's a writer. She's a writer who writes, you know. I don't think um, she does anything else. My goodness. I saw, her, I saw her at breakfast one morning, and I was uh, taking notes and figuring out who I was going to interview and doing a lot of stuff. And, you know, I'm working on the, my own stuff. And I look over, just, you know, I don't want to bother her, right? She's very lovely, and anyone could, you know, come up and say hello. But I just wanted to see, you know, what she was doing. Laptop was out. Fingers were flying. I don't know whether it was email or writing, but... <laughs> You know, that breakfast was a business breakfast. You know, she's about the work, which was really cool. Uh, I'm going to jump over here. The host this year. Literally. Was, I did. I did, people. I'm so sorry. Nice. The nice. host this year. Well, we're doing a lot of show and tell, you know. <laughs> the host this year was uh, R.G. Belsky. Ah. And this is his book, Yesterday News. He has Didn't a new book. Didn't you before? Oh, yeah, he was one of our interviews last year when, yeah. we, when he was doing this and he was the uh the toastmaster this year and uh he's got the second uh his new book out is called uh blow the fold and he's got he's another one with you know a great approachability um but here's a guy who uh had a whole career in the daily news whole career in the new york post whole career at star magazine uh, and then CNN. This guy is Experience Incorporated, right? Mm -hmm. And now he's doing these and yep. still approachable. There's another book somewhere that I wanted to show you, but I'll have to do that for next time. Okay. Um, so what we have today is um, Linda and, and Jane are going to talk about Sisters in Crime. And uh, I know you had a question about the sisters part. Yeah, I had a couple because I, you know, actually I got to listen to it uh, beforehand, folks. Uh, ah. Special like that. Uh, but <laughs> I noticed uh, that when the two presidents, the two madam presidents were talking, they referred to sisters of crime and they would say, you know, we help this. We help people to figure that not just mm -hmm. writing, but also marketing and a number of things. And you'll yeah. hear it in the interview. But they never said we help women do this. We help women do that. Right. And Curious, it's sisters in crime or sisters in crime. That's that's a Harlem chapter. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh wow! Do, do the, yeah, I went there. Okay. Um, do they only help women? Which is you know nothing wrong with that. Nah. I'm just asking because you, they're very the, particular. The sisters welcome brothers as well. Hot dogs. Sisters and brothers in crime, but it uh, it started as sisters and uh, sisters in crime. Uh, and uh, it stays that way, and the doors are open for anybody who is yeah. interested in doing the work and learning how to be uh, a professional writer and a published author and all that sort of stuff and, and build a career, and they are an amazing resource. Uh, you have to, uh, you have to um, uh, join the national chapter, and then you join whatever chapter is in, you know, closest to you, Local your state chapter yeah. or whatever. Uh, but the members only section of their website is just a rich resource. Uh, and, and it's revamping. A matter of fact, I taped a different interview that we're going to be sending to the sisters, uh, about their benefits and that's going to be on their website. So it was, um, you know, my pleasure to, uh, be able to do that as well. Uh, they are really worth listening to. You can learn a lot, uh, from the interview and then hopefully, uh, you know, uh, sisters and brothers, 
will go to the uh, website, which is mentioned a few times in the interview, and um, and jump in. Great. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I cut you off. I didn't mean to do that, but I did. Yeah, I'm go, eager go. to get to it, and I, and I would hope that the listeners are also eager to get to it, too. But it's good to hear that they're open. I think that's great. Um, yeah. I think that you know that says something in and of itself, but we can talk about that another time. So, well, anything- I, I know you were interested uh, that in the, they talk about their own struggles. It's not that oh, they're two, yes. right? They're, they're two presidents and have experience and mastered everything. They still struggle. And yeah, I think you were, yeah, you were interested right. in one particular thing. I think uh, one of the things that Jane said, right? Yes. Um, you know, again, you know this, I know this, and, and, and maybe some of our listeners do too. Aside from reading your material out loud for yourself when you're working on the books or the stories, which is helpful, uh, often we should step up or we are asked to step up and do a public reading of a section or piece of our stories or our books. And sometimes, you know, writers are people who sort of sequester themselves and, and, you know, public speaking is not something that comes to many of them easily. And I seem to remember that uh, she mentioned that she was having or had a struggle with this. And so, I, I you know, again, I don't want to give away the, the entire interview, but there was something very intriguing about well, that, that she still has a little bit of a struggle. Yeah. And, and we'll do one follow-up because she talks about that in the interview and she talks about how she had a goal to go to Mystery Writers uh, of America, their monthly, uh, I think it's monthly, New York uh, re- uh, reading at uh, KGB Bar way down in Manhattan. And uh, I'm happy to report that she did that reading. So, you know, so when was the interview originally? Well, it was like the second week in August. So here we are now, um, the 23rd of August. Right. She's so, already done this thing. Well, you- second week of August, we they had the conference. We did the interviews. Third week in August, KGB, that Wednesday, they had the uh, reading. And then, uh, matter of fact, uh, there's a couple of places. If you go hashtag KGB you're, uh, reading you'll, uh, or MWA, You'll it's see some pictures from that reading. No, really, no. And, um, oh, you know who was there? Uh, Charles Salzberg also. Get out of here. Yep, and James McCrone, but I know he's Charlie. one of my guys. Yo, but Charlie, you know shout Charles. out Charlie. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, at, at, I met Charlie at uh, Deadly Inc. Uh, he had one of the first day sessions, and he was wonderful. I picked up Sick and Story Man, and I talked to him about a course he teaches. So we hopefully Charlie, will have. Charles Salisbury is a really great guy. He's a really great human being. He's a really great writer. Uh, but the thing is, just, yes, yeah, right. It's just like you were saying about some of the other people that, that you met at Deadly Inc. Uh, he is so approachable. He's, he's just so giving and warm and open and so talented. I think he's, yeah. if, if anybody interested in taking, if you're second, having second thoughts about taking a class with Charlie, don't have Go second thoughts. Yeah. Jump on it. You know, and he mentioned his piece, uh, and we worked a little bit with it, um, kind of defining genres, you know, and I explained to him that I have a high school course starting in September. Uh, do you think I could take a look at that? He said, use it with my blessing. And he sent it to me. You, and, you know, Charles, that's, that's, that's Charles. That's, yeah. That's great guy. Been. Great guy. Yeah. So, okay. So, and should... Linda, Linda and Jane are amazing. And this is their episode. So Absolutely. we want to keep the focus yes. on, on yes. the sisters, <laughs> sisters in crime. So, again, um, you know, Chris, so glad that when you go to these places that you take that opportunity to reach out to some of this, you know, the wonderful resources that we can share yeah. with 
on Tell the Damn Story. And so let's do that. Let us share this. And folks, we will not come in behind this. So just understand that you're about to now go into the world of Sisters in Crime and listen to the, the, the wonderfulness, wonderfulness of Linda Rollins and Jane Kelly. Okay, so we're going to say adios to you folks right now and let you just Thanks. get right into that interview. And, and enjoy. Thank, yeah, enjoy. And, and you always put a, um, an email address at the bottom of uh, the piece uh, where we post the thing. If anyone has questions, if anyone has comments, send us to us on that email. Yeah, please. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, excellent. Take care, everybody, and please. here's that interview. Hey, it's Chris Ryan here from Tell the Damn Story, and we are at Deadly Inc. Mystery Writers Conference in beautiful Parsippany, New Jersey. And we're here. I'm really honored to be in, uh, in, in the presence of not one, but two presidents of the Sisters in Crime uh, um, organization. We have Linda Rollins. From, she's the president for New Jersey. And Jane Kelly. She's the president for Delaware, Delaware Valley. I always get uh, lose my uh, self-confidence in that one. Okay. So I wanted to talk to you, if it's okay, a little bit about being the president of Sisters in Crime uh, in, in your your branch. Um, first, a little quick definition of what Sisters in Crime is, and then we're gonna move into what do you, what is the responsibility of the president. So Sisters in Crime is an organization where we work with authors to help, help them learn and be confident in their writing skills and abilities, and we provide them with all sorts of resources and networking. Excellent, excellent. Um, so, you joined Sisters in Crime as uh, new writers, I would imagine, and, and went through the membership. Um, so I'm sure you can tell us some of, uh, some of the uh, things that you learned there. Um, then things change as president, don't they? Yes, they do, Chris. Sometimes what happens is now you act as an ad. Well, you definitely are always an advocate for your own writing, and you need to act as an advocate for everyone. But the whole point is that Sisters in Crime takes new writers, and we help develop them in their career. And it's very important because you have new writers who are a little bit less confident, a little bit nervous about the writing, a little bit insecure about the quality. And you have experienced writers who have written 50, 90 books. People like Mary Higgins Clark are in our clubs. And you bring them along, you help develop them. So being a president is about leading the meetings and um, you know, coming up with content that will help to stimulate their writing and bringing in specialists so that they make sure the details in the writing is correct. So you are there to advocate for all the writers and all of your club and also to help promote and publicity and items along those lines. Yeah. I think as president, you have to make sure people understand what Sisters in Crime can do for them. Because when I first joined, it was all about the meetings. I had no concept of what else I could, what other benefits I could reap by paying attention to the national website. Mm -hmm. And so I find that a big part of my job is educating people, trying to get them involved in understanding exactly what Sisters in Crime can do for them as a member organization. You know, but I think, Jane, it's also important to point out that we, although we promote all of us as a group, it's not a publicity chapter where we just promote your individual book. It's more about learning, networking, and being supported as opposed to public publicity. We have and certain rules we have to follow. We were talking before, and you mentioned community. Yes. Is, is, is that what we're talking about here? Right, a community of writers, because we may have a new writer who writes something. We'll have another person who will read it for them and offer suggestions, and we'll have another person that will teach them about marketing or publicity or social media. 
some of the aspects of writing that are so important today. You write that book and that's really the easiest part of being an author. And it's so important to be able to then take your book, be confident in your book, have it edited well, make sure you have a good cover. First of all, you have to have a really good product. But then you yourself now, whether you are indie published, whether you're traditionally published, legacy published, you have to go out, you have to do the marketing, you have to meet people, you have to do the publicity, you have to promote, and we all work together to help enforce that as a community. And, and one of the things I'd like to, uh, uh, this your answer sets up this next part, uh, observing the two of you over the last couple of days, uh, one of the things that uh, was particularly impressive is, one, how you make time for anyone who approaches you, and how you also it's automatic you can't even see the transfer but you go from walking down a hall to the public author right this is a skill that is necessary for all of us so why why do we have that why, why do you have to develop it how did you develop it you know is it over years is it through sisters in crime how do you get to that where you always can uh, you sold uh, so easily uh, from we were just uh, we we're just in the um, breakfast. breakfast nook <laughs> there and a gentleman stopped the two of uh, the, the two of us because of our deadly ink uh, um, badges and asked you if you knew an author right. and watching the conversation go from that to introducing uh, who you are and what you can do and then you were there with, with him as well uh it was it's a fascinating skill so let's let's step back from uh, uh the process or uh, from the uh, moment and how do you get that what do you need to do to develop that ability well chris i think the first thing is over and it takes time but you need to be confident and you need to be sure about yourself as a writer so many new writers kind of don't believe that they're a writer yet and they're shy to talk about their work but you need to do that and so I'll tell you one thing that that helped me it was the first time that I happened to be out and I walked into a store and somebody looked at me that I had never met and they said Linda Rollins and I'm like how did this person know me but they knew me through my writing they knew me through my website you when you become a writer or a public figure and you need to learn how to speak with people how to interface with people yet how to keep that completely professional because remember your image your words everything you do can be public at any time and that is something that's so inherent to your complete writing career if you say or do something that you're not really proud of and it goes online it can really have a significant impact so you need to learn how to interact how to always advocate, always be positive, yet always bring up what you do and be confident that what you do is good work. And that's what Sisters in Crime helps you to be. It develops those personality skills. A lot of writers tend to be isolated people who stay home and they'll write and half of us never get dressed out of our pajamas. Yet there is a very public side of being a writer that you need to learn to be comfortable to be able to do. So let's talk about a new member comes into Sister of Crime, and we're, I'm assuming that this has happened often, and they stay into the back or off to the side, and that are social, they're really not intermingling. What do the members of Sisters of Crime do to bring that person along? Well, the very first thing that I like to do in my chapter is, and I this is something I've, I've done more in the chapter, is I love to have something called open mic. 
And what we do is we have an open mic day and everybody brings a piece of their work. They can choose whatever they want and they have to read for three to five minutes out loud. It's amazing how many authors can sit at their desk and craft something very wonderful, but when you ask them to read their own work out loud, it's almost painful for people because it's a very public is now looking at your project and you can be very um, anxious about that. So just by coming to the meetings and reading your work and every time you do that, I have to be honest, when I started writing, the reason I got fascinated by it is I was going to a Barnes and Noble in my local community and they had an open mic night once a week and I started going and I started listening to everybody writing and, I, and these were all people that had never published but you become more and more confident about being in public. So open mic, I think, is a number one. Letting other people read your words, you know, and let other people, this is a very big thing, is initially writers are very proud of themselves of what they wrote, and they don't accept criticism always well. Listen to what people are telling you, because when they're experienced, they kind of know what works and what doesn't work. And don't take that personally. It's, we are, we are wordsmiths. And that's what we're teaching people how to use words and how to use them effectively. And a lot of times we get some great feedback from people that have been out there for years. And, and both of those steps are, you know, the public speaking and the taking, learning to take criticism professionally and separate the personal. Uh, the only way to do that, to get good at either of those, is to do it. Yeah. It's like uh, listening to uh, stand-up comedians talk about it. So the first three years, it's not really about whether you kill. It's about getting up there and just finding who you are. And so is that's one of the things that is an uh, inherent benefit of joining a community like this, I would say. Sure. Yes? Yes. I'm just thinking I'm one of those people who doesn't like to read their work. I've published eight novels and I still don't like it to get up and read my work. What? Can you do it? Do you do it? I can do it. I have no trouble with public speaking at all. Talking's fine. Reading is a whole different issue. So I can understand what you're up against sure. with people who don't like to read because I would do anything to avoid reading. So how did you get over it? I'm not over it yet. <laughs> okay, you, know, that, you didn't that's hear me even, read the other night, did you? That, that's even better though because it, as a professional there's going to be moments when you have to right yeah. so in the face of not liking to read maybe in your heart of hearts not wanting to read and yet it's part of the job how do you how do you get over that hump one thing that's easier for me and i was thinking about it during the readings the other night is i like to rather than read from a work where it's really hard to pick a part of your novel that is significant i'd rather write something specifically that shows my style so that people have a sense of what i'm doing and who i am but I can put it in con some sort of context. So that's what I'm working on now. I'm working on it. I, I'm doing a reading August 13th in New York, and I wrote something special for it. I, yeah, I'm much more comfortable with that. That's fantastic. And it, again, it's uh, even just having this conversation, you hear so many ideas, and that's kind of what that whole community is about. So let's say one of our re uh, listeners is. Uh, uh, a member of no no organization uh, what would you say to get them out the door or to get them to the computer to go to sistersincrime.org what would you do? I think it's important I think to be a successful writer 
despite how talented one may be, you need to network in the, within the community, within the writing community, to really get to where you need to be, to meet those agents, meet those editors, to meet the other authors. And one of the main thing we do is we promote each other so much and push each other forward. It's not it it's it's actually a loving community that helps each other. It's not um, jealousy. Would you agree with the the idea that uh, an organization like this is the bridge between? aspiring to be an author and being and having the skills to, to help yourself get there absolutely absolutely it's a great place to start there are other organizations but i think sisters in crime is a great place to start Fantastic. i think one of the real benefits is you're with people who have done it who right. have written and i think it's a good thing to see that these are real people they're in your community and you can talk to them and you can learn from them they're not someone out there who's published. It's a community that you can join. So one of the things that's going to happen is when you first start writing and submitting, you know, you're going to get those first couple of um, rejection letters. But it's something that every single one of us, I mean, you know, you have to go through about 100 rejection letters. And so if you're by yourself and you get that, you know, and you may feel bad about it, but that's part of the process. Like, be proud. If anybody has read Stephen King's on writing the book, I love the story about how he you know, had a nail in the wall, he put them on there, and when that was too short, he put a spike in the wall, and he kept writing, and look where he is today. So we help our fellow writers understand that's all part of the process. Right. So you got to go through it. You can't go around it, you know? Let that pile grow. That's right. Each rejection is well, a step closer to the one that shockingly <laughs> says something different. Right? But what's so important is some of those rejection letters will actually contain good advice from the people that are rejecting them. So, okay, you get a you get a rejection letter. Read it and see what they're telling you because some of those professionals are really giving you some good advice you need to follow. Donald Moss gave me the yes. best rejection letter I ever received. It was the standard and then the whole bottom third is his handwriting. Yes. And here's what I really liked about it and then he says it's it, you know, he didn't, he says, I'm, I'm personally, he was sick of partner cops. Right. Says, that doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just, that's why it's not for me. Right. And then he would do this or do that. And to, to get the, that kind of specific uh, advice, I found energizing as opposed yeah. to depressing. And, you know, you yeah. don't always get that. A lot of times it's just that form letter. Right. Except it for what it is. It means send it somewhere else. Yeah. Right. So uh, we really didn't talk too much about uh, what you write and what you write. Do you want to? Do you want to go there? Or do you want to tell people where to find you? Can we talk a um, minute? Is yeah, okay? we'll talk a minute. I write two mystery series: Rocky Meadow Mystery Series, which is about a trauma surgeon and a priest who solved mysteries in Vermont. I also write another series uh, called Mystery Mis Misty Point Misty Point Mystery Series, which is about a young woman who uh, returns to the Jersey Shore uh, as her grandmother is dying, and she winds up solving mysteries at the Jersey Shore, which is um, a great cozy mystery series. And uh, you can find my works and things on lindarollins.com. Everything is there, links to my books and uh, blogs and stuff like that. Excellent. Jane? Um, I'm also at the Jersey Shore. I write a mystery series with an amateur sleuth, Meg Daniels. She solves mysteries in towns up and down the Jersey Shore. I also wanted to become a hybrid author, so I've done some uh, dabbling in ebooks which I self-published or independently published mm -hmm. on uh, Amazon and they can be found there and my book you can find all about all my books on uh, www.janekelly.net 
because janekelly.com sells real estate in Missouri. So go to the net and, and you'll, you'll find everything the house. there. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, well, ladies, thank you very much. This thank has been a lot of fun. Chris. I learned a lot. And um, go forth and tell the damn story. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, thank Chris.